Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Easy Natural English with Liam. So as usual, I'll be talking in natural conversational English, but I will be trying to make it a little bit easier so you won't have too much trouble understanding what I'm saying. And hopefully you can pick up some natural phrases and vocabulary along the way. So today I'm going to be talking a little bit about asking for directions or more specifically about how we don't ask for directions anymore. So two episodes ago I made a episode about how maps have changed or how the way we use maps has changed because in the past we used to use paper maps. Um, I mean, you can go back and listen to that episode if you haven't to hear me talk about that in more detail, but I'm sure you all know. Now we all use uh, phones. We all use our s smartphones to have a look at Google Maps or some other different applications or websites, and we can easily see exactly where we are and exactly where we're going. So these days, there's no real need to ask for directions. But this is something that um, they still teach in language textbooks and things like that. Um, it's still often one of the first topics. Um, and of course, it's something you still need to know how to say in different languages, because sometimes you might need to direct somebody somewhere. But, you know, when you open up a language textbook, there's often a page that's like giving directions and it will say, please go straight ahead. When you see the sign, turn left. Uh, at the post office, um, turn around or something. And, you know, they'll have a, a set of instructions um, on how to get places. And in the textbook, there might be a little picture of a map and you have to, like, you know, help each other to get from one place to the other to practice um, saying directions and understanding directions. Um, but in reality, we don't really ask anyone anymore because now we have our phones and of course, um, overall, this is a good thing. I mean, overall, uh, it's so easy now to tell where you are at all times. You never get lost. Um, it's very, yeah, very easy to, to get around places, uh, especially when we're traveling. But on the other hand, um, you know, it's a little bit sad that it's taken away that, um, reason to talk to other people. I guess, um, as society gets more and more convenient, we keep taking away opportunities to talk to each other. Um, in general, of course, uh, I think technology is great. Uh, I don't want to sound like one of those people that say, oh, technology is bad and things used to be better, uh, because I don't think that. I think things are better now than they ever have been. The world is getting better all the time. Um, of course, that's not so true for climate, for the climate and for the environment, but at least for people, um, you know, things are getting better. Um, if you think about even, I don't know, 20 years ago or something, um, only maybe 20, yeah, about 20 years ago, um, only people with quite a bit of money could access the uh, internet and it was quite slow and you had to have a computer and not everybody could afford a computer. You know, afford means have enough money for something. So my family, we couldn't afford a computer. We didn't have enough money for a computer when I was younger. So some people had computers. They could um, access, you know, tech, they had access to this great technology. Uh, my family didn't. But now as 
as this technology gets more and more advanced, um, you know, almost everybody now has a smartphone. Um, there are very cheap smartphones. Of course, there are very expensive ones like iPhones, but there are very cheap um, sort of Chinese-made smartphones like mine. <laughs> I have a Huawei. It's quite cheap. Um, so almost everybody now has this super powerful computer in your pocket and you can make your resume on here. Um, you know, you can watch videos, you can learn languages, um, you can do your banking. Um, you know, there's a lot of very productive things you can do on here. Um, I've actually heard that in some uh, poor African countries, uh, mobile phones have really changed the way people do banking and transfer money, and that's like really helping the local economies. So, um, yeah, technology in general is a great thing. Um, but like I said, it is sort of reducing the chances to have a bit of human interaction, at least face-to-face -face human interaction, because of course, again, with the phone, we are communicating with people all over the world. So that's another funny argument when people say, oh, because of phones now, nobody's talking to each other anymore. But that's all we're doing all the time. We're on social media and we're all talking to each other all the time with people all over the world. So we are still communicating. We're just doing it in a bit of a different way. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah. Um, you know, in the past, you used to be able to ask somebody where something was. Uh, but now I feel like if sometimes if you ask somebody like, where is something, they might think you're a bit crazy or something. They might think, why don't you just look at your phone? Just have a look at your map. Why are you asking me? Um, you know, maybe if it's, it depends on the situation, I guess. But sometimes, yeah, if you ask somebody how to get somebody where that's quite complicated, they would be like, why are you asking me that? Just have a look at your phone. Um, yeah, so yeah, we sort of reduced the chances of doing things like asking for directions and stuff. Now we have maps on our phone um, and things like, um, you know, just asking each other questions about um, facts or about information or something. You know, now if you ask somebody like, uh, how do you say hello in Spanish? You know, they'll probably just say to you, Google it, you know, just search it on the internet. Why are you asking me? Um, so it's sort of like reduced... Uh, some chances for sort of face-to-face -face conversation and things like that. Um, but I'm glad that, um, you know, like I said, I'm very glad that we have this technology now. But I'm also glad that I did a lot of traveling before this kind of technology was really readily available. Um, so I'm 35 now, and I did a lot of backpacking when I was in my early 20s. And smartphones were available. When I was in my early 20s, there were smartphones. They weren't as advanced as they are now. And the data plans were a bit more expensive. You know, so a data plan is um, how you pay for the internet that you use when you're not connected to Wi-Fi. So the data plans weren't so good. And the phones, the technology was not quite so good then. So people had smartphones, but they didn't completely rely on them all the time. So it was still yeah, kind of normal not, not to use them. And actually, I I was quite late to the game. I was quite late in buying a smartphone because I was always moving country. And I never liked to carry things that were too expensive because I never knew, you know, if I would lose my backpack or something. So I used to travel with a very small, light backpack with a minimal amount of clothes um, and, you know, just not really carrying anything with me. Um, actually, one of my like sort of lightest 
bags that I traveled with for a year was only about five or six kilograms. And I traveled for a year with only about five or six kilograms of stuff. Um, so that was very nice, very nice and light so I could move around very easily. So I didn't really have much. And uh, sometimes when I lived in some places for a while, I got like the old style analog smartphone where you could text and call people and stuff. Um, because like I said, then you could still get away with not having a smartphone. You know, now you have to have a smartphone. Really, people expect to be able to email you or they expect to be able to message you on uh, WhatsApp. Or uh, if you're in Japan, people use Line. But I think Line is only used in uh, Korea and Japan. Uh, most countries use WhatsApp. Um, in China, people use, what's it called, WeChat. Um, so, you know, these kind of chat apps and things like that, people expect to be able to message you on those now. So you kind of need a smartphone, but before you didn't. So when I was traveling back then, I didn't have a phone. And there were lots of times when I was backpacking, I didn't have a phone at all. I didn't have any phone. Um, so I used to have to ask people for directions. I had to, Like, for example, I did a big cycling trip with my friend in Cambodia. We cycled 1,500 kilometers in Cambodia. Um, and you know, along the way we'd get lost sometimes and we had to stop and ask people where to go. Um, and it was always quite funny interacting with people because we had, um, very crappy bikes. The bicycles that we bought were not good at all. They're very cheap bicycles. They're not made for long distance cycling, but we just did it anyway. Um, we had been, uh, traveling through Thailand and then we arrived in Cambodia and we decided to cycle. And we bought these bicycles. They're very cheap. I think about $30 each. And um, yeah, we said, all right, let's just try it. If it doesn't work, we'll just give the bikes to somebody or sell the bikes or something. So we tried cycling on these. And um, yeah, when we asked people for directions, like, where is this city? You know, we'd say the name of a city. And they would look at our bicycles and sometimes be like, no, 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 no. You, you know, you, you used to take the bus, bus, bus or something. And they'd try to direct us to the bus and be like, no, no, we, we know that it's far. We know that we're stupid, but we want to do this. Um, yeah. And we talked to a lot of people along the way. And we, um, I mean, all the time when I was, uh, traveling around these countries, I would have to like learn some of the local language, of course, not to a high level, but I used to, every country I went to, I always learned how to ask for directions, how to buy, you know, how much things cost and all those kinds of things. And I'd, I'd usually learn these things by asking people, like, um, I'd find someone that speaks English and I'd have a chat with them and be like, Hey, how do you say this in your language? And then I'd write it down and stuff. And so I was interacting with people all the time. Um, but now when I travel, I don't need to interact with anybody. I just have a look at my phone. You know, if I want to know a good place to eat, I just search on my phone. But back then, before I had a phone, I used to ask people. I'd just go up to local people and say, like, hey, where's a good place to eat? You know, or like, uh, what's a good local food I should try? Where can I eat that and stuff? But now you can just search all this stuff on the Internet. Um, of course, you can still ask people. But like I said, I think we're all secretly like a little bit lazy, you know, um, sometimes interacting with other people feels like hard work. Um, so you just search on your phone or something when if you actually do it, you realize, oh, this isn't so hard and it's actually quite fun. But sometimes like, like actually pushing yourself to talk to people, um, is a bit hard sometimes. So anyway, that's a little bit about how 
asking for directions and asking for anything has changed since we got smartphones. So thank you all very much for listening today. I hope you're all having a wonderful day. If you would like to support me and hear more podcast episodes, then please consider joining my Patreon page. On Patreon, uh, you support me, and in return, as a thank you, I give you an extra podcast every week. Um, Yeah, so have a look at that, and also check out my YouTube page. There's a link for that in the description of the podcast, Um, and my social media pages. Uh, Check out my Instagram page, my TikTok, all those things. Thank you very much, and I'll see you back here next time.